0: This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at
1: NerdyLegion.com. Enjoy the show! Yeah, we did it! Yeah, we did. I had a, a, a big update today, and uh, every time I have a big update on my computer, it uh, it resets my microphone and my <coughs> headphone, my output, so I gotta change it. I just gotta remember that.
0: Yeah, you do. And see, at first I assumed when you said you had a a big update, um, that that was like your code for taking a big
1: shit. (laughs) I'm (laughs) glad you (laughs) clarified. Woo! Nope, no big shits, man. (laughs) No big shits. I'll tell you though, I ran out of wine. And I found a bottle of vodka in the freezer, so I'm drinking vodka cranberries, and they're delicious.
0: I wanted to get something to drink for tonight, but, like, we literally didn't get home until, like, 8 p.m. <laughs> we were gone all damn day. That's Sam cool. had a dentist appointment at 9.15, so we left here at, like, quarter to 9. And then we went from there. We got, like, uh I guess, like, an early lunch, basically. And then we went to... uh uh to Fort Knox, which by the way is the first Fort Knox. So most people are probably more familiar with the the place that like holds all the country's gold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um well that was not the first Fort Knox. The first Fort Knox is in Maine. Um and it's pretty badass and it's haunted.
1: Really? Yep. That's cool, man.
0: Yeah, so uh so we went there and it was pretty awesome. Sam loved it. It's the biggest fort I've been to. Most of the forts I've been to have actually been fairly small. Like, there's, like, kind of one building to go into, but this one was pretty damn big. Plus, it has um the the world's uh, tallest observatory. Huh, really? Yep. Nice. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's cool. And that's at least somewhat true. I may be jumbling some facts. I'm not going to lie. i just going <laughs> to throw it out there. I may be jumbling something. So somebody's listening, and they're like, no, the world's tallest blah, blah, blah. I don't care. Because okay. it's, it's, <laughs> it's the world's something, and it's the, the something else in the country. I don't know. It's there. There aren't a lot uh, of of observatories as tall. Uh, the lady there was telling us about it, but uh, uh, maybe it's the I don't know. I'm t- I'm too tired to remember now.
1: You just made something up. Mm.
0: I I didn't make something up. At the most, I mixed facts together. So you're a liar? Uh, uh, no, I'm not a liar. I'm uh, I'm uh, uh haphazard. Yes.
1: Paul's uh, a liar. so. Nope. Episode title.
0: We <laughs> mm. go back to just watching this uh, this Dodgers game. <laughs> Ch- Chicago hit hit a home run. No so one that's, cares. That's,
1: nope. that's their moment nope. of getting the
0: hopes up nope. for the game. Stop and now they're it. gonna lose.
1: Nope. Nope. Paul, you even ruined my advertising. I just went to this website, and I never get these kind of ads. But I go on this website, and the first ad on this website is great-tasting gluten-free pasta. (laughs)
0: That's
1: such a misnomer, because pasta sucks
0: anyways, and you make it gluten-free, and it's even worse. (sighs) Ronnie sent me a message today that said uh, gluten-free pizza tastes nasty. So I was like, "How am I going to respond to this?" So I just responded with, "That's our word." <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I've had gluten-free pizza. That's not that bad.
0: It all depends on what you get. I mean, I mean it was like,
1: uh, like flat prep, whatever they called. You know, the, the flat pizza. Yeah,
0: it should gluten-free pizza should be thin crust. Yeah, uh, yeah because yeah. gluten-free anything is better if it's crunchy or crispy. Uh so like for example, gluten free like Oreo type cookies, kick ass. Gluten free something is supposed to be soft? The fuck is wrong with you? Like that's the, no, no, stay away from that shit.
1: You know, I bet you can make like a doughy pizza with um with chia seeds. Ch ch chia This episode of the Valley of Central Podcast brought to you by the Chia Pet. Bringing joy oh to kids God. lives since nineteen seventy three.
0: Did you see that that whole Twitter thread
1: the one about, about me, ch- eating me eating chia, chia. pudding? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh. It was I, I can't even say everything that was in that thread. If if you want to know what happened in that thread, you've got to go and follow us on Twitter and then dig and find it. <laughs> oh my goodness, that was quite something. I don't know why uh, it
1: became I, a thing, dude. Like you eat chia pudding, I eat chia pudding. Like what what the fuck's wrong with that?
0: Uh, another, nothing's wrong with that. I, I don't remember how it came up. Oh, I remember because uh, Nick wanted to talk about pooping on Nerdy Legion. So <laughs>
1: oh yeah, so,
0: and you said something about how like how you poop too quick, and I said it's because of the chia seeds you mm-hmm. eat, which is true. It is true. Like chia seeds will make you poop. Yep. Yeah, uh, you know, m- maybe I shouldn't go here because Nick's gonna get all pissed off that like I'm still in his topic right now because seemed <laughs> very eager to talk about it. While we're on that subject, I have never heard Daryl tell an interesting story, so that is <laughs>
1: bullshit, Daryl.
0: You're interesting to talk to. I have not once heard you tell an interesting story, so, uh...
1: Yeah. Oh, Daryl. Daryl's the best.
0: Yeah, Daryl's great, but... Uh, it, it might just be coincidence, but I swear, like, every podcast I'm on with him, it's like I'm talking to the phone, on the phone with my dad. I hear the same stories. <laughs> same damn things every damn time.
1: It's funny, too, cause when, uh, when Ronnie t- tweeted out the, uh, that Amy's gonna be on open bar as a regular, um, like, Daryl chimed in. and She, she kept on doing, like, the eye roll memes. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, and then she made yeah, fun Amy- of his stories. Yep. Yeah.
0: I love Amy. Amy's my buddy.
1: Yep. Yep. See, we're oh, uh, man. we're completing the uh, the the diversity on open bar, and now there's gonna, even going to be a female open bar host. It's amazing.
0: And see, that's just good because that'll be all the more people to like uh, to run Ronnie off of it for all <laughs> of his hate. Uh, Asterix
1: Ronnie doesn't actually hate people. He doesn't. We just make fun of him because people say he does. Anyways, we should start the show, Paul. We have a uh, lot of questions to get through. All time. Well, I mean, we 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 have, we have, but you know, we we have a uh, hundred and forty. This will be our hundred and forty sixth episode of this here Valiant Central podcast, and we have so never it's, not it's... done an intro.
0: As in the tradition of uh, every great thing that has lasted a long time, when we get close to a milestone, we tread water with an episode full of, uh, of bullshit questions or clips <laughs> or something like that. So that is what we're doing, which I am super excited about. Thank you, Mike Myers, for delivering what so many people fail to do. We ask for questions, and we get bullshit, like... What's going on with Inject the Value Universe? Nobody cares. <laughs> we literally talked about that already, and uh, so no, Simon,
1: no, 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 no. To be fair, we didn't talk about this particular thing.
0: Ah, uh, maybe, maybe, but so, uh, but bef- we, we could talk about what, what the specific question was. But here's the thing: if somebody says, "Tell me why I should care." It's not because you don't care, it's because you want to care. So don't act like you don't. So if you don't care, you don't ask a fucking question about it anymore. Lies! You don't care. You're a liar. That, that's how that works. So if you're saying, no, I don't care, tell me why I should, you, no, that's... that's uh you know, it's like when uh, when you're in a, a bad relationship, but you just uh, you, you like the sex too much. So you're <laughs> of, t- "Tell me why I should give you another chance." Like you're trying to talk yourself into it because you know you want something that's bad for
1: you. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. That's what she said. I
0: have that I have the conversation with the uh, with dairy products on a regular basis. Cheese, mm, cheese. Why should I give you another chance, cheese? I love cheese. Cheese is my favorite. Yeah, it, pretty much everything is apt to kill me these days. Get this, so today, you you want to know my new level of being risky with what I'm eating? Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I, I ate potatoes today. That's what it did, yeah. Potatoes is on my questionable list. I gotta say, though, I, w- I was totally fine, which was good, because, like, uh, it's in the same family of stuff that will make me feel immensely worse than what... Potatoes apparently do, but I think it's one of those things. Like it's an allergy thing. So if I get too much in my system, like it'll. I think potatoes will make me kind of headachy if I got too much of the allergy in my system. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah. uh, you know, like other other aspects of it, like cayenne pepper, will just make me feel like shit for a couple days. Hmm. And I'll
1: uh, sleep. My wife wants me to do a. Uh, we watch. Uh, so Reagan watches a lot of YouTube, right? She's a, she's your oldest. She just turned uh, fourteen. She watches a lot of YouTube, and one of the shows that she watches is uh, Retin Link. It's called "Good Mythical Morning," and uh, the hosts are Retin Link. They're from North Carolina. And actually, for her birthday, she got tickets, so we're going to go see them live, um, I think in Atlanta. Anyways, they always do like food challenges, and they have like three or four different hot pepper challenges, so now my wife wants me to do a hot pepper challenge. ain't going to happen. Unless uh, our Patreons uh, want me to do one, then I'll do one live on air. We'll twitch it. We'll live stream it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say that uh, that will be something that we do when we get up to say ten Patreons. That's only four more Patreons.
1: Uh, three, so you... because we have a new one. We got a new one. Woo! Woo! So all right, on, fine. We'll I do it. Any
0: more Patreons? I. So do you know? Do you know what trade paperback I got thanks to our patronage? Do tell. I got Rapture. Oh, did you? Yeah. Very and I got to nice. say, you know what's nice? Is seeing it without a big-ass water stamp in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, on my phone.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Seven patrons. Look at that. Let's I'm just uh, let's just thank our patrons off the top. Let's of do co- it. Of course. We have JL, Mike C., Travis W., Michael S., Miloas Acting Up, and Julian F., and, of course, our newest patron, a double patron, Justin E. and Rowan R. We know those people. We should talk to uh, Rowan R. about a, a, a sponsorship for this podcast. I hear I hear that uh, these folks have connections. Ah.
0: Mm-hmm. You should also tell me who the hell that is offline. Oh, you know who it is. I probably do, but I'm very tired. I was not joking when I said I'm very tired.
1: You're not thinking hard enough. <laughs> this should be an easy one, anyway. So uh, thanks to our patrons and our new patrons, and uh, I finally released our Gotham. Uh, gath- uh, it's like a, a I, I can't talk whenever I say this title, Paul. Hey, Gotham, Gotham by, by Gaslight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> finally put that out. What Paul just said, and. Uh, I think I think people like that, Paul. I know I know uh, we had uh, our, our buddy Travis commented on it on Twitter.
0: Yeah, and he also shared on our on our Facebook group, which you wouldn't know because you don't go there anymore. Uh, I, don't, I don't do um, Facebook. It's great because I talk shit about you on there. Great. Uh, the, the people love it. awesome. Um, he posted about the uh, there's a Mike McNola selling comiXology. Oh, that's so right. Just, uh, which relates to the you know Gotham by Gaslight. Mike McNola did the artwork on that.
1: He sure did. Um, Yeah, so
0: So that's that.
1: Anyways, that just came out, and then uh, I think Paul and I are going to be doing a couple more for this month. And Paul, we need to start planning ahead because part of our patron page says that we're going to be doing a patron hangout like once a month. So we need to plan that to do our first patron hangout in November where the patrons can come on the podcast and chat with us. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Anyways, awesome. uh, if you haven't realized it yet, this is the Valiant Central Podcast, Paul. Did you know that?
0: It is the Valiant Central Podcast. I could tell because I could hear your family in the background because they won't shut up.
1: Ah, uh, yes. Uh, yeah. they, they do do that.
0: They're shouting and Shameful stuff. Shameful family. <laughs>
1: Anyways, Valiant Central Podcast is episode 146. And yes, Paul is correct. We are uh, stalling for time for the next several episodes, so this is a Q&A episode, and then the next three episodes will be uh, clip shows. There won't be any new content, <laughs> it's just going to be clip shows.
0: We're just going to rearrange the questions and answers from this episode <laughs> in different configurations.
1: That way we can get to 150 and then we can quit. Because I don't know yeah. if you heard this, Paul, but I'm, I'm quitting Valiant Comics. Did you hear about this?
0: I've, I've heard about it for a few years.
1: <laughs> no, the, you you know about this because you were in on this conversation. But apparently somebody, I can't remember who it was, asked on Twitter, asked Dinesh and tagged me in it. I don't know why they didn't tag you in it, but they tagged me in it and said, um, Dinesh, when is Silord's coming out? And, of course, I chimed in because, of course, I'm very anxious because I've been hearing about Cylords Lords for, what, like three years now, two years, three years. And so Dinesh's answer was, when Martin quits reading Valiant Comics, we'll put Psy Lords out. So I'm, I'm taking one for the team, Paul. <coughs> I'm taking one for the team, and I'm quitting Valiant Comics just so everybody else can get Psy Lords.
0: I did kind of forget about that because then it got tied into the Dodgers winning the World Series.
1: Yeah, then it got boring and, and I, uh, didn't care about it anymore.
0: Well, th- then I got upset because they were playing with my emotions. And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I it was a uh, Travis said that, uh, that if the Dodgers win the World Series, then we get, we get an official date. And, uh, but then Dinesh said, well, if the Dodgers lose the World Series, then Travis has to buy you all the variants for, mm-hmm. uh, for Cylords. Mm hmm. I was like, whoa, 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 let's uh, let's slow this down here right now. Mm-hmm. The important thing is we're focused on the Dodgers winning the World Series.
1: Yeah, no one cares. So uh that's that's the big announcement for this week. That's all the Valiant news for this week. Martin quits Valiant.
0: Yeah, we we've had that that news that is like just as bad as saying that Valiant vs. is coming out. I mean we've been hearing that news forever. Too.
1: Oh, are you segueing into our new segment? ask martin and paul the question that's a terrible title for a segment
0: that's terrible you know what's a better one is uh this or that (laughs) (laughs) and then right here we should have a little clip of black sheep going (laughs) this or you can get with that like i think Uh, that'd be pretty great except we let it go a little bit longer and get to the like you know the engine engine number nine you know
1: keep on from there (laughs) Ah, uh, yes. That's good, Paul. That's good. If you have no idea what Paul's talking about, go to nerdlegion.com slash episode slash N as in Nigel, Ellison Larry dash 120 and listen to the Nerd Legion podcast episode 120 where Nick and I play this or that. And it was amazing. So, uh yeah, we're we're kind of playing this or that today. And I know we're going to tackle your favorite topic, <laughs> Paul. Ninjak vs. Valiant Universe. Uh,
0: can we get that over with
1: first? Alright, we're doing that right now. Our buddy Rob wants to know, can you please interpret the ninjack vs solicitation for January in relation to the possible existence of a web series? So No. That's yes, the answer. I'm gonna do it right now. So Damn it. for people that don't know, Solicits came out yesterday for January twenty eighteen and the first thing of the solicit is ninjack versus Valiant Universe, number one of four. The book is written by Elliot Rahal, which You and I both like. He did that awesome Archer and Armstrong um, one shot. The Escape from Gulag. Art by Joe Bennett, who is freaking amazing. And uh, it's too bad that his Superwoman book got canceled by DC because it's freaking good. I
0: thought he was amazing at freaking. I've I've been way off base this whole time. Oh, God.
1: Anyways, that's the creative team. And uh, I looked at the solicit, and it looks like they're just kind of telling the whole plot of the web series. In a 4 mini. So, my interpretation. Um, Ninja vs. Valley Universe was already supposed to be announced, full trailer out. We already talked about this last episode. We're not going to dive into it now. The mini-series was announced like a couple months ago, if I remember correctly. So this is not anything new. So I don't think that the mini is coming out because the web series is never coming out. I'm not saying that. Um, Oh, this cover's cool. But uh, my interpretation is this is supposed to be some kind of tie-in so that all the Power Rangers fans and whoever else uh, that is getting excited about Verse will want to read this comic. That's my interpretation. I don't think there's anything nefarious here it's just the fucking comic bros yeah uh, no i'm
0: i'm pretty sure what it was is the the web series was supposed to come out and it was supposed to be followed by the comic the comic like it, it's not new news it wasn't like really strongly pushed news or anything but like we already knew that this was coming out yep and i think that the web series got tied up in legal issues which you could probably point the finger at sony for because uh you know the, if if sony owns the the licensing for the properties for you know, I'm sure it's it, it's it's not like they just own it for for movies. I'm sure the way that it's worded is, uh, you know, it's pretty all inclusive for any kind of visual medium or you know, live action me. I don't know that something that's going to be more inclusive than just saying movies. Um, and regardless of whether it would hurt them or help them or whatever, like if you own a property, you just you. Tell everybody else to fuck off, and that's probably kind of what's happening. And so he's like, "No, I, I don't give a fuck what you want. We're not doing this shit." And mm-hmm. so there's legal shit, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I don't know. You can. I, I think the only takeaway here is that like you can be irritated with Valiant for over over hyping it before there was something to deliver um, that they knew could be delivered. But you know, I mean, whatever. If you're if you're hyped about your product and you're always you know you're always going to hype it up. I mean that's you can't expect Dinesh to not be Dinesh. If Dinesh wasn't Dinesh, we wouldn't have the stuff that we have anyways. So maybe, you know, maybe everybody should uh, put it in perspective and, you know. Like I said, if you're still crying about it, it's because you want it. So quit acting like you don't.
1: <laughs> well, and to go with that, Chris Campbell of the uh, defunct Valiant podcast, rest in peace.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure all they do now is they take our sloppy seconds and re-release them.
1: Because it's like, uh, we yeah. have
0: Eric Heiser, and then like a week later, it's like, here's Eric Heiser, don't mind the really
1: <laughs> bad dubbing. They just take our audio and have Daryl asking <laughs> questions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Chris Campbell wants to know, and this was a follow-up to Rob, because he replied to Rob, and can you tell me why I should still and care? I call cocktease. Listen... Yeah, you want to talk about I'm but. pretty sure this is the man pushing uh, a, a book that is terrible because his friend writes it. So, Mister Campbell, you're the Cocktease, I say. Your Honor, arrest <laughs> my case.
0: Which one of them referred to uh, said writer as the modern day Alan Moore? It was either Daryl or Chris. Yeah, that's said one of the that. two.
1: That's because they're all best friends. Yeah. Yeah, and now I'm going to get messages from Daryl.
0: Oh, I don't
1: like it because it's my friend. Okay, that's fine. Listen, it's a podcast, bro. Okay? We're trying to entertain people here. Okay? I, I know that's not why you like the book, okay? Let's just make that clear. Now that you ruined the joke, Daryl. Let's go with some more questions.
0: Let's go to the, the the one good thing that still exists from the Valiant Podcast, uh, Mike Myers, <laughs> <laughs> a bevy of wonderful questions.
1: <clears throat> Not only a bevy of wonderful questions, he's just a bevy of wonderful person. Because here's the thing: yeah. there, there's a lot of times we'll ask for questions, we'll get like some people asking questions. Uh, tonight we didn't get very many. I was surprised. Usually we get like at least five or six questions. Uh, from different people. Tonight it was Rob. Thank you, Rob. And Chris Trolling. Thank you, Chris. And then Mike jumped in and asked a plethora of questions. Some of them are really quite good. Some of them are, of course, a kind of a joke. But that's okay. So where where do you want to start? How much moonshine can they create in a corn silo? Listen, you want to find out? Go listen to the Legion podcast. I talked about that in the last episode. Let me tell you, many many gallons of moonshine drip down the walls of corn silos if you don't know what I'm talking about then you don't live in the south and that's okay alright I'll let you pick the first one Paul pick the first one from what? I got nothing in front of me just read me a question oh my god alright I'll pick one of my favorites why do a lot of Valiant fans constrict their sphincter and put their pinky in the air when talking about renegades?
0: <laughs> well, you know, okay, so I'm gonna answer this question, and this this is one hundred percent a matter of, of fact. There is no disputing any of this that I'm completely making up as I go, but it's definitely hundred percent true and factual. Um, is clearly because Renegade No S at the end. No S Renegade. Uh, it is the classiest thing being put out by Valiant ever. That's mm. why the you know the pinky in the air, the tense sphincter—that's what you do when stuff is classy, right? Like you know, you, you get all proper. Um, you go from using just regular mustard to using gray poupon. hmm
1: mm-hmm. You know, right? A,
0: a, a little bit of that. Um,
1: a little bit of that, this, a little bit of that.
0: That's what, uh, that's what this comic is, is bringing to us. is just, you know, some real proper classy ass shit.
1: And of course, if you want to get information on classy, I mean, you're, you're on the right podcast. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. And we're the know, classiest. Rafer
0: clearly is the classiest writer that has ever written words. I mean, it's just, that's a matter of fact. Uh, I mean, look at his, uh, his, his fondness for cats. That's clearly classy. Classy um Cats he, realizes, Cats he realizes He realizes he uh, realizes yeah they lick their own assholes to keep them clean <laughs> um he realizes that you know if, if you're hungry why wait have a snickers you know mm-hmm. you don't mess around you have to keep yourself properly nourished to stay classy so uh you know that's that's honestly that's why people get like that you got it. you gotta be classy, you gotta be ready to be classy. I think the real problem is, is that some people, they're trying real hard to be classy, and, uh, they're just not used to it. So, you know, it, they, they miss, you know, and it comes off in a lot of other ways, you know, like, uh, like being an asshole, or, uh, it comes off like, uh, being a douchebag, or,
1: mm, or, mm. or a dick
0: even, you know, so, that's really where, where it is. People are, people are trying, but ultimately people just need to realize that, uh, it, don't try to be classy. Absorb the classiness. Be yourself. But just, you know, you absorb the classiness, you read the classiness, it'll all come together.
1: Yeah, just listen to this podcast and you'll be super classy.
0: Yeah, I, that's how I get classy. I just loop like five seconds of
1: my vocal and <laughs> listen to it 24 hours a day. Hey, speaking of classy, do you think Harada grooms his pubic hair? I don't think, I don't think Harada grooms it. I think he, uh, he goes on natural. <laughs> I
0: think uh, that this question is highly disturbing, <laughs> which is why it will be the zero issue of Imperium.
1: Ooh, is that the return of Josh well, Dysart?
0: Uh, clearly, yeah. I mean, and if anybody's going to write about pubic hair, you know, Josh Dysart's going to write about write about pubic hair.
1: Love it. He, he so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the
0: it's the the sex issue where uh, where Karada hooks up with uh, the Angela vessel. <laughs> yeah, don't let that Basai
1: uh, fool you. He uh, he writes some amazingly uh, amazing comics uh, dealing with some very serious topics. But in real life, I'm looking at you, Josh Daisart. I know what's up.
0: <laughs> we
1: can't tell stories, but we know what's up. All right, let's go to
0: the next question. Quick caveat male pubic hair should never be talked about it's just disgusting (laughs) everything in that region when it's male it's just gross like it has no business being uh being talked about men are pretty disgusting i don't know if you realize this god yeah we are gross the ladies are lovely men are disgusting
1: ladies smell like roses gentlemen smell like butthole and funnel cakes (laughs) <laughs> Alright! What valiant character deserves the next beer, and what type of beer should it be? This is an easy one for me. Do you have one already in mind? Because I do.
0: Well, Go ahead and go with yours
1: first. So I would pick uh, Roku to have the next beer, and of course, it would be an Irish Red. Which, by the way, just so happens to be one of my favorite types of beer.
0: No joke, that's literally what I was going to say.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. See, great minds think alike, bro. Let me tell you a story too. So, uh, for for Reagan's birthday a couple of weeks ago, we went to Dave and Buster's. You
0: got her an Irish red. That's probably little one for a <laughs> fourteen
1: year old. No, no, no. I didn't get her a beer. But my wife said, "Hey, do you want me to get you something?" She was going to go to the bar and get a beer, and I said, "Yeah, get me a beer." She's like, "Well, what do you want?" I said, "I don't care. Just get me something." She's like, "Well, pick something." I said, "I don't think they have Killians, but ask him if they have anything like Killians. Some kind of Irish red." So she goes up there. I went to the bathroom. I come out. She comes back and hands me. Um, oh God, what the hell was it? Um, oh God, I can't remember now. But it was like a fucking woodchuck, dude. <laughs> what, what's that? What's uh, that other? What's that other uh, cider that's like super popular?
0: What Angry Orchard? Angry
1: Orchard. It was an Angry Orchard on draft. And I was uh, like, I was like, "What'd you get me?" She's like, "I don't know. They gave me this." And I smelled it. I was like, this is cider. I'm not going
0: to lie. 100% on you, dude. Be specific (laughs) or you get what you did
1: not ask for. That was pretty specific. If they don't have Killian's, some kind of Irish red.
0: You were at adult Chucky fucking cheese. (laughs) Like, you do not leave it up to them. You say, give me that one. That one right there. And you get what you wanted. Uh, You do not leave the choices up to them.
1: Yeah, I guess that is my bad. Anyways, next question.
0: Well, before we move on, yes. uh, important thing to mention about Chuck E. Cheese and the, do they have this at Dave and Buster's? It's uh, they have the games right. You play oh, yeah. the games, you get the tickets, you redeem it for the prizes. Yep. Uh, do they have the one where you throw footballs through the holes? Yes. Love that shit. Yeah, it's Fucking awesome. That's awesome. I want to play that right now.
1: They've got that one, the basketball one, there's a soccer one. Yeah, the basketball
0: one's always great. Yeah, the Those are easier to find though. The football one's harder to find. You don't see that everywhere. You don't.
1: Oh, they have a, they have a bags one. Um, some places they call it cornhole. I don't know what you guys call it in Maine, if you guys even ever heard of it. Um, it's a, it's like a wooden plank with a hole at the top and you throw like, sandbags or beanbags. Oh my god,
0: there's so many jokes just like all lined up right here. There's too many for me. (laughs)
1: Anyways. (laughs) Um, Wooden planks,
0: your cornhole, oh my god. Down
1: Down south, it's called cornhole.
0: Yeah, no, I know it. it, In other places, it's
1: called bags, okay? I, I don't know what the Yanks call it. But it's, it's, it's
0: a board that has holes in it. You throw a fucking, like, hacky sack through it, basically. Yeah, like a exactly. Little bean, a little beanbag sack.
1: Well, anyways, Dave & Buster has one, but it's electronic. And so it, like, it has a conveyor belt that, like, brings you all the beanbags. And you just fucking chuck them. There's, like, a, a rotating disc at the top with three holes. And you, like, chuck them. And if you get them in the same hole in a row, you get, like, multiple points... And then, like, there's different colored holes that uh, used to give you different more points. More jokes,
0: more jokes. There's too many jokes Dude, out of this. Oh my god! It is
1: the best thing ever. Zoe and I played it. Oh my god! We spent like thirty bucks just on the freaking cornhole machine.
0: Yeah, no, that, that game sounds pretty awesome. They have skee ball, right? I mean, no, they
1: yeah, yeah, of course they got skee ball.
0: Yeah, man. You know what's the best is when you just like you get money on skee ball, and you just like you get a perfect, and you just you hit that fucking hundred up in the corner over and over mm. and over again. Yep. That is the shit. Yep. Okay, next question.
1: All right, next question. If you were both single and had to use a pickup line at a bar when trying to break the ass with live wire, what do you say?
0: So I always have problems with questions like these because uh, I have literally never tried to pick up on somebody in my life.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because you've been with your wife for, like, eternity.
0: Uh, well, we started dating when I was uh, 21, like just before my twenty second birthday,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, but yeah, like I have literally never picked up on anybody. Like we started dating by being friends and hanging out, and then it turning into dating. So mm-hmm. I really I do not have any experience with picking up on anybody. Um, I did I did go to well, it wasn't a bar; it was a pool hall, but essentially a bar um, that I went to before I started dating her. But I didn't go there to pick up on people; I went there to play pool. Mm. Um, but uh, I I thought about this, nonetheless. And there's there's a clear path for me here that it would either be a hundred percent hit or a hundred percent miss, but either way you wouldn't be a be a douchebag like most people trying to pick up on somebody would be. So <laughs> you go with yours first though, because I have a very a very defined answer here.
1: I, I don't have one yet, so you go ahead.
0: Oh well, it's really easy. I would go up and I would show her my calculator watch in which I typed the word hello with numbers. If that doesn't win her over It's fucking technology It's a computer I'm talking to her with a computer
1: Alright well very You know what In that case You just Straight you,
0: to the heart Or I just nerded myself Right out of the fucking bar
1: you, you just spurred an idea then What I would do Is I would uh I would bring out my cell phone I would open up the calculator app And I would type 8005 Or what is it 80085 <laughs> Uh, no, see that's the follow
0: up. Like if the hello works, then you try to okay. Can I take the? Can I get to second base here? They don't go
1: with the boobs. No, listen. Here's the thing with Livewire that that wouldn't work, dude. She's Livewire. She can like immediately do like your whole Google search history, like your Facebook profile. See, with me, she's SOL. I don't have Facebook. I don't use Google. So good luck, Livewire. But for everybody else, she would have like all that instantly. You don't need to do an icebreaker, dude You just go right in okay, And see how it goes
0: Dude, that's why I said calculator watch Not cell phone
1: Well, Dancing you know Who the hell carries a calculator watch around
0: Uh Clearly I would be in that
1: case <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Paul Paul, Paul, Paul Anyway, so uh, So yeah, that's what I would do There's no need for pickup lines, dude LavWire knows everything about you before you go up to her. So just, uh, you know what? Go right to the second step. Okay? Immediately to third base, Paul. <laughs> you are going to be in the next Secret <laughs> Weapons book. What is your lame power and your code name? All right. Well, I mean, that, that this one's easy for me. For people that listen to me on the Nerd Legion podcast... My lame uh, code name would be Boxo. And my lame superpower is to magically teleport every drop of wine out of my wine box. Boxo. With two X's. B O X X O.
0: I'm never good at name development, but uh, <laughs> I decided that my power would be that I could temporarily turn something invisible. Mm. I couldn't uninvisible it; like it'll return to normal at some point. But I could, I could oh, just. Oh shit! <laughs> that's
1: actually uh, that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd be the Invisibler. <laughs> the invisibler. and everybody <laughs> would have trouble saying my damn name.
1: That is uh, a terrible code name. But that's a pretty sweet power.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got to be creative with it too, because like, yeah, I could, you know, if somebody's going to shoot me with a gun, I can invisible the gun, but they still have the gun. It's just invisible, so they're confused for a minute. So then I have to do something else. So you know, then like I would uh, invisible the next step. They were going to step onto, so they trip and fall. You know, I mean, it's just all kinds of stuff you could do.
1: No, I like you gotta be it. Be clever with it. I like it. That's good. That seems really useful, Paul. I don't, know, well, I don't I, know. I
0: figured out. I figured out how to use it, but when I first discovered it, of course, I didn't know how to use it. Mm. When I first discovered it, it was more like the movie Zapped. If you've ever seen
1: that, nope. It's crazy so
0: Yeah, go watch it. It's it's like Scott Baio. I think hmm. it's eighties. 80s, terrible, terrible eighties movie. Uh,
1: interesting. No, I I can't say I've uh, I've ever heard of that.
0: I just told you, so you have heard of it, so go watch it. Come on, you watch so much terrible shit, you can watch this too.
1: Listen, I've watched enough terrible shit, okay? I am not time for more terrible shit. I think both of us shit. know that's
0: not true. You, you make time for terrible shit. You have trouble <laughs> fitting in the, the good, worthwhile stuff. That's
1: actually a good observation, Paul, and also very true.
0: Yeah, I know you well.
1: We're best friends. Next question! Dinesh, where's my contract? Oh wait, that was you. Wait, Dinesh, where is Paul's contract?
0: Yeah, I That's mean... That's a
1: legitimate question.
0: We have a series of, of, you know, contractual obligations that, of course, were uh, settled on Twitter, which is
1: legally binding.
0: <laughs> well, this in, is in, some states,
1: in some states, that is true, though. I believe in New York State, that is actually legally binding. I'm pretty sure he
0: tweeted me from New York.
1: I don't know. He's in L.A., so maybe not. He was visiting. You got to catch him when he's in the office. <laughs> VH1 question. If you're planning on getting a job for Eric or Arik in Orb Industries and you have one sentence to sell yourself to him, what is it? My sentence is, I am Groot.
0: You're you're a tree? I'm, I am Groot. Uh, terrible, terrible. First of all, it, it wouldn't be a sentence. He doesn't speak in sentences. Like that's clear he he never speaks in sentences. he mumbles about good skin, mm-hmm. uh you know, and shit like that. What I would do is I would uh be like standing there nervously trying to think of what to say, and then I'd see somebody walking by and I'd pretend they were a threat, and I would kill them in front of him. He'd be impressed, I'd have a job mm Done. just like that, mm. My job would probably involve killing more people, by the way.
1: See, I figured the grammatical structure of I Am Groot would be simple enough that, you know, he would understand it. Because if if, if you've never... I don't think he's a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy, though. Well, how do you know? I mean, he's in some fucking planet right now hanging out with... Well, you know, he's banging that blue chick with a tail.
0: You you really think that, like, you could compete with a blue chick with the the tail right here by saying I Am
1: Groot? I don't know. He would understand it, dude. Back in the day, he was a uh, he was a dumbass. He was like a caveman, because you know Visigoths and caveman is like from the same era, right? Apparently, I mean, they're only divided by like I don't know, hundred thousand years.
0: Yeah, uh, they were really good at research in the uh, the nineties <laughs>
1: <laughs> when they wrote
0: comic books. Uh,
1: oh.
0: They were also really good at structuring how people would talk if they can't speak modern English.
1: Mm-hmm. I think I Am is going to be the episode title. See,
0: so they uh, At that time, they hadn't invented parentheses. They had no way to possibly indicate
1: that something
0: is actually being spoken differently than visually represented. Mm. That's
1: a good point. All known facts. Alright, last question. You are pitching a new Psylord story Alright, here's the thing, when you ask a question and Sylords is in there, you need to preface the question with, Martin, prepare yourself, because every time I see the words or hear the words, Sylords, my heart flutters. Alright, you are pitching a new Sylord story to Dinesh, and he really likes what you're saying. You accidentally shart. How do you wrap up and get away? This is a really hard question by the way yeah people are listening and they're like that's a terrible question no that is a genius question
0: it's a simple answer you don't try to get away you own it because that just shows like seriously if 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 you're talking to me and you literally shit yourself in front of me and you just act like you don't give a fuck do I think you give a fuck? No, you own that shit.
1: Oh, bro, I do that all the time. I am impressed
0: by you. I am intimidated by you. I do not want to touch you. But uh, ultimately, uh, you know, if I, if I liked what you were selling before that point, why would it change anything?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. is a great point. I do it all the time. I do it at work. <laughs> Sometimes on purpose. Just to see if anybody will say anything. <laughs> and you know what? They never do. Now, I'm sure they tell, like, they go to somebody afterwards and they're like, oh my god, Martin just farted. But, uh, they're not gonna tell you that to your face. And I think if your pitch is that good and you're owning it, Dinesh might even be like, listen, you just farted, but that was a fucking awesome ass pitch.
0: You missed some questions, though. I'm looking for them. Okay, so here's some other ones. Uh, uh, Cheech or Chong? Ooh,
1: I've always been partial to Chong.
0: See, I was deba- I was actually debating this. I probably put way too much thought into this because, you know, <laughs> Cheech went on to, like, you know, quit being a podhead and doing, like, real TV shows. That's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chong went on to just continue being a podhead and doing TV shows. That's kind of boring because he didn't do anything. You know, he just doing the same thing. So I thought about it real hard, and I give it to Cheech for one reason uh when he did you see the uh which movie was i i want to say it was up in smoke where they performed the song earache my eye yeah <laughs> up in smoke was yeah. the
1: best one they did
0: and uh well they at at the end of the like the one really popular corn c d before they got like just really boring um was it follow the leader they had a bonus track where they performed that with Korn. Mm hmm. That's fucking awesome. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna give it to Cheech.
1: Okay. For that Fair song. enough. Fair enough. I'm still giving it to Chong, cause uh, Chong, rest in peace. He's dead? Yeah, dude. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I probably knew that and just forgot. Um, <laughs> Robert De Niro or Al Pacino?
1: Oh man, that's a really hard one. That's a really hard one. Um, I'm gonna go De Niro because I, I met Al Pacino once in New York and he smelled so bad. <laughs> I was like, "How can you smell bad? You're a fucking multimillionaire, dude!" Uh, but he was he was neighbors with uh, with a friend of mine in high school, um, so I, I saw him in that apartment building and he smelled. So basically, dude.
0: what you're saying is De Niro just still has the the mystique. You don't know that De Niro smells bad yet. Correct. Pacino. That's been broken. I
1: mean, I think the Nero probably smells bad too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but I don't know.
0: They, they're they're old guys now. Old they guys are. Bad.
1: I mean, we're we're all getting older, Paul. Except you and I, we're getting younger.
0: Yeah, you know, I I don't know who I'd give it to because I don't really love either of these guys. Mm-hmm. I don't dislike either of them. I'm gonna give it to De Niro just because uh you know Pacino's accent in Scarface was terrible.
1: Terrible. Terrible. I do like De Niro. I think I think uh De Niro's a better actor.
0: Which one was in uh Oh shit, what was that movie? Was it the Departed? What was the movie where where Marky Mark uh comes in in the end and Ice is Ben Affleck?
1: Um, uh, was the departed? Wasn't I don't I know that that's the one with the uh, DiCaprio, right? Departed.
0: Yeah, DiCaprio.
1: Yeah, yeah. And yeah, ben yeah. Affleck
0: is, is the is the like the mobster that becomes a cop, basically. Like he's raised by the mobster who is uh, Jack Nicholson. Um, and DiCaprio is the good cop who goes undercover, but he gets right. cut off. He goes so deep undercover, he ends up getting killed by Affleck, but in the, at the end. Mark Wahlberg comes in and, and ices him. Yep, yep, uh, yep. Like, all, like, baggies on his feet, gloves on his hands and shit, like, real clean, not leaving any evidence. Yep. Were either of those guys in that movie? Nope. Ah, oh, fuck them both,
1: <laughs> They're doing a sequel to that movie, too.
0: Ah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I want to watch that movie again.
1: Yeah, the part is really fucking good.
0: Yeah. Man, I just loved that ending. I mean, it was like... It was one of those movies that you knew was destined to just end badly in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no way they were going to end that movie in a happy way for Leo DiCaprio.
1: Oh, yeah. And you know what?
0: I got to say, for them to, like, m- have a movie where you don't want him to end up dead, like, he, he came a long way to get to that point. Because most mm-hmm. of his career, you, like, were kind of hoping he would die in every movie. Yep. I mean, Titanic, you're like, yes.
1: Yes, Finally.
0: Yeah, finally, the uh, Kate Winslet's not tied down by that douchebag. You,
1: know?
0: <laughs> uh, really, you know, I think it was the aviator was the turning point where he, even though he looked like a fourteen-year-old boy, convinced you he was an old
1: man. Dude, that's the weird thing. Like, he always looked like he was twelve until, like, mm-hmm. maybe the last like five to ten years. Well, he still looks like really young for his age, but he's going... Yeah, but like, now his, he looks he, like an adult. <laughs> well, yeah, he looks like an adult, right? Like, his facial shape has changed a little bit. He's got this weird-ass fucking beard. Like, his hair's out of control. He kind of looks like a bum, let's be real. You know what? Maybe that's what the thing is, dude. Maybe when you have so much money, you just start looking like a bum. Like Al Pacino. And just never shower. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, f- I feel like that conversation went good places. <laughs> so everybody who's been listening, we need more of these kind of questions. Like questions you actually want us to talk about, those are fine too. We need more fun questions, more crazy questions, more outlandish questions. Mike yes. just rambled off a whole bunch of them. Yeah, and of course, eventually he got to pubic hair. But <laughs> you just you know, Mike is going to get to pubic hair at some point. So
1: of course, I'm surprised we're not still talking about uh, turning into dust and going into Harada's ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was that was the thing back. Uh, what was it like two years ago? <laughs> he just he really loves
0: uh, Harada's you know nether regions. I he guess He does.
1: it's true. It's very very true. I think it's time to wrap this episode up, Paul. Yeah, because we got a bonus episode to do now. Woo! You've been listening to the one, the only, Valiant Central podcast coming to you every week like it's meant to be. If you're a patron, you'll hear this tonight. If you're not, you'll hear this in like three days. But if you're a patron, you also get exclusive content, including the episode we're about to record, which will be at the patrons next week. And for everybody else... Maybe never. Who knows? Go to Patreon.com slash Valiant Central Podcast to find out more. Paul is at Who's Paul on Twitter. I, of course, am at Geekvine. And collectively, we're at Valiant underscore Central. Even though Paul doesn't even have access to that, e- to that Twitter account. It doesn't matter. That's it. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Send us your questions.